KINY, where you don't miss a thing. Time once again for Capital Chat. And today in the studio, I have the Juno Symphony. Charlotte Truitt, your executive director for the Juno Symphony and your music director, Christopher Cook, right across from me right now. Welcome to the studio, you two. Good morning. Thank you for having us. First time in 2023. Yeah, here we are. I know. I'm excited. And the epic 60th anniversary celebration continues for the Juno Symphony. Every time I say that, I just want to applaud it. 60 years here in Juno with that type of history is absolutely amazing, Charlotte. And I imagine it's got to feel feel pretty special to be, you know, leading this thing. It's fantastic. It's great to be a part of it. You know, it's a real indication of the vibrancy of the arts in Juno for many years. A wonderful history of great music making and art here in the Juno Symphony is continuing that great tradition. And in this epic season, we're really excited. Uh, We continue this next weekend with our next main stage concert transformations under the direction of music director Dr. Christopher Cook. Now, I love this because all of these shows have kind of gone hand in hand since the 60th anniversary has started. You started, you Mm -hmm. know, with stories and then holiday cheer. And now here we are into the new year with transformations. And, you know, transformations going into 2023. Is that kind of what you were thinking about this? Or I guess what was the thought process behind this? Well, Christopher could speak to that a little bit. This is the time of year where we're looking forward to transformation. And um, that kind of guided his artistic direction for the concert. Exactly. I mean, and uh, happy new year. And around this time, you know, we're changing, we're changing the year, but uh, it really importantly, I think we're also looking forward to a change of season. And this concert is, is exciting in a number of ways. It features actually two Juno premieres. They're, they're not new pieces by any means, but Beethoven's Sixth Symphony, uh, which is really written about Beethoven's love of nature and uh, really does look forward to spring, which I think a lot of us are already thinking about. And then another premiere that has never been uh, performed here in Juneau, which is Richard Strauss' Death and Transfiguration, which is um, a truly legendary tone poem or sort of extended work for orchestra that he wrote when he was pretty young, but he was really thinking about the transformation between life and death. Um, And even though that sounds a little bit somber, it's actually an incredibly... uh, just an incredibly reverberant and affirming piece. And so this whole concert is really about that, that moment of change and that movement from one thing to another. I imagine there had been so many pieces you had to kind of sift through to look at. So I guess what is the thought process behind that? How do you pick these amazing pieces? That's a really great question. And um, I was actually talking about this just a few days ago with, with somebody else. And it's almost as if, you know, if you were to sit down and say to somebody, okay, you have an unlimited amount of time. What are the greatest books I should read? And literally there would be thousands and thousands and tens of thousands of things that you could spend a lifetime doing nothing but reading. So in orchestral music and, and a lot of types of music, we have so much really astounding literature that is just part of the mainstream canon. Uh, and then beyond that, there's all of this amazing literature that isn't performed very often, but is still just equally astounding. So how do you select music? Well, we always try to find things that are familiar, uh, that resonate with, with things that our, our patrons might have heard or want to hear. But even doing that, 
there are so many things that have never been played here in Juno and even mainstream. So like Beethoven's Sixth Symphony was actually a piece that was premiered at the same time as his more famous Fifth Symphony. But both are considered, uh, you know, and beloved uh, in, in the in the repertoire as just being truly quintessential Beethoven. So that's a great question. And it's a hard one to answer because <laughs> we have a wealth. We have a wealth of riches, really. Exactly. And you are picking two pieces that haven't been done before in Juno. So I guess was the orchestra excited to see that i think you're kind of challenging them a little bit these aren't easy pieces no not at all and uh the beethoven you know they're pieces that have very different challenges the beethoven anything beethoven is tricky uh just because one of the things that beethoven was doing that was different from what some of his contemporaries might do was just the chain the constant changes of energy in his music and so that creates think of it as running more of a marathon rather than a sprint i mean that there's something something about that analogy that works a little bit with beethoven now the strauss um is something that is very difficult um certainly not the most difficult thing the juno symphony has ever played but any music that was written at the time that strauss um was basically doing most of his work, the late 1800s, early 1900s. Basically, composers were were basically just doing everything they could to push the boundaries. So music by people like Strauss or earlier Wagner or people, uh, Shostakovich who would come a little bit later, Mahler, Sibelius, and we did a difficult Sibelius piece last year. They were just basically saying, well, what's possible? What can we do with the orchestra that hasn't been done before? So it's a challenge, but it's an amazing challenge. And uh, we're, we're really excited to be able to do this. You don't get to do Strauss tone poems very often. So we're really privileged to have this, this opportunity. And the one thing I like about this too is a lot of these are going to highlight different pieces of the orchestra, especially as you go through these pieces, you know, it highlights different sections of it. So I guess coming from a music director standpoint, Christopher, what sections are you looking forward to the most, I guess? Well, I'd say this particular concert is a little bit more sort of tutti or full orchestra. There's, <laughs> yeah. there's a lot more. At our last concert at Scheherazade, you heard lots and lots and lots of soloists and, and they were just amazing. Um, there are some really iconic woodwind solos that you get in, in the Beethoven um, that basically are, are part of Beethoven's work of sort of conjuring up these images of nature. I won't spoil the surprise. Um, the Strauss, like any Strauss, is a big piece for brass. So if you like brass, you're going to hear them on full display in, in that particular work. And basically, that's a characteristic of this music, of this late 19th century music is they love their brass section. <laughs> so yes, do we. they do. <laughs> uh, and that's coming up this weekend, right? Yes, this weekend, Saturday night at Juno Douglas High School. Eight o'clock is our concert. At 7 p.m., we have a pre-concert talk that Christopher will give background information about the, the pieces in the concert. And so that's Saturday night, the 28th, and Sunday afternoon, the concert starts at 3 o'clock. The pre-concert talk is 2 o'clock. So Juno Douglas High School this weekend, folks can get their tickets it's on our website, junosymphony.org, and um, we'd love to see people come out this weekend and celebrate with the symphony. I want to highlight something that the symphony's doing. My daughter's really excited. She has a field trip coming up, yes. and she actually gets to check out the symphony play before the big concert this weekend. So why don't you tell me about what you're doing in the schools this week? Oh, great. I'd love to. We have a, a special outreach performance Friday morning at the high school. It'll be filled with almost 600 students and teachers and chaperones. 
um, in our program. It's a it's called Link Up, and it's a program we do in partnership with Carnegie Hall, and it's a field trip where the students actually spend time in the classroom several weeks before preparing, and they come and they play on recorders and they sing, and it's their chance to get to perform and play with the orchestra. So it's not just going and listening, but it's a participatory event, and uh, we're very excited to have those kids in the auditorium, and also then we are providing complimentary tickets for those students to come to the main stage concert over the weekend. So if families have kids in this program, um, please watch those backpacks for the little flyer for your QR code to come to the concert over the weekend um, to hear the full orchestra. And uh, we also have several of our musicians going into classrooms this Thursday and Friday. So some of the students will be um, getting a, a demonstration by some of our musicians that'll be in the classroom. Horns, flutes, violins, violas. Uh, we're just getting out into the community and trying to do all we can to encourage, inspire, and enrich um, the lives of the youth in the school district this week. I'm all about enriching the kids' lives with music, so I fully yes. support that Juno Symphony. Let's remind everybody one more time about Transformations. This marks, what, the third show in the 60th anniversary epic celebration? Yes, our third concert, and uh, we're very excited Excited. Um, folks can come on out, visit us at the website, or give us a call, and we'll be happy to help you. Yeah, and that's Transformations is going to be this Saturday and Sunday. Doors will open at what time again? Um, they'll open at 6.30 for the 7 o'clock pre-concert talk. Concert begins at 8 p.m. Saturday night and uh, 3 p.m. on Sunday. So make sure you check out Transformations this weekend. Tickets over at junosymphony.org. And without revealing anything at all, let's preview a little bit of what's coming up in April with Summits because oh. the 60th anniversary celebration continues after Transformations this weekend. We have a really exciting uh, special guest joining us in April. Christopher could speak to that briefly. Yeah, this is... Uh gonna be big it, it's gonna yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be huge uh, <laughs> epic. it's been it's epic. epic it's it's been really fun to try to to make each event something that is you know sort of a little bit above and beyond whether it just be the the magnitude of what we're doing or something a little bit audacious and we're super excited uh, to offer some more Juno premieres in April and uh, the highlight of that concert is a performance by Robert Demain, who is the principal cellist of the Los Angeles Philharmonic. Oh, and snap. He's one of the mm -hmm. leading, literally one of the leading cellists in the world today. Um, just an, an amazing artist. And I'm fortunate that I went to school with him and I was able to persuade him to come up um, and perform with us. And so we are going to have just a truly world class artist performing an incredible piece, the Dvorak Cello Concerto, which is one of the truly, truly great romantic concertos for any instrument. And one little factoid, we can't, we don't know, we don't know yet if this is gonna happen, but we're hoping it's gonna happen. Robert plays on a Stradivarius cello that is owned by the Los Angeles Philharmonic, and we're hoping he'll be allowed to bring it here because that very cello was the instrument played at the premiere of the Dvorak Cello Concerto in the 1800s. It's Whoa. called the General Kid Stradivarius. And it's, it would be just 
an, a super cool, but also just a fascinating confluence of history and events for that to happen. So okay. stay tuned. Interest peaks through the roof on this one. Excited for transformations this weekend. Make sure you get your tickets. They're selling quick. JunoSymphony.org. And I love what's going on with the kiddos this week, too. Charlotte Truitt, executive director of the Juno Symphony. I have Christopher Cook here, a very passionate music director. I want to thank you, too, for coming in here and looking forward to more chats in 2023. Remember, you can download past episodes of Capital Chat over at KINYradio.com.